Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Sleeping with a Dumbbell. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode 6 of 14. So in the last message, I stated lastly, so this is how we place ourselves under the curse of God. Hopefully I didn't lose anyone between now and then, or then and now. Deuteronomy 28, 15, 29. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all of his commandments and his statutes, which I command you today, that all of these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall you be in the city, and cursed shall you be in the country. Cursed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. This is for how long inequity can stay in the family line. Numbers 14, 18. The Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving the inequity and transgression, but he by no means clears the guilty, visiting the inequity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. So you can find the same thing being stated in Exodus 25, 34, 7, and Deuteronomy 5, 9. But not so fast, Ken. So are you saying that divorce is a curse? Well, the Bible states that God hates it. He doesn't hate anything that belongs to him. Divorce is a demonic creation. Not that he creates anything intended to destroy, but God has intended to be the longest commitment to exist on earth, besides your undying but daily dying love towards him. But even so, you may not have asked him into the mix until it was very mixed. But I won't leave you here because he won't leave you in a mess that he knows you at one time enjoyed. No sin cause, no open spiritual windows and doors, no curse, period. Proverbs 26, 1-2. As snow in the summer and rain in the harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause shall not align. Break the curse of divorce and know that your marriage will still be hard but no longer impossible. I'm in a 37-year marriage because a curse over my family and my wife's family was broken when we first got saved. Well, and the fact that my wife has an incredible patience and that we have intentionally worked on our marriage, knowing its value to God and our family. So, but now I bet you didn't know that Jesus actually became our curse, that we would be free from them, that he became sin for all ambassadors, past, future, and present and that through that act, our relationship with God would be restored. 1 Corinthians 5, 20, 21. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf to be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. The words for us meant that without him and his sacrifice, we remain in the title deed of sin and die an eternal death. He actually changed your identity and destiny at the same time. So the full manifestation of the cost of sin is fruited in the curses that come because of sin. You see, having sex outside of marriage is not a curse. It's sin, which then brings a curse. Now, no one will deny that sin in many instances is fun. It is a curse it brings that takes all the fun out of it. It is, in fact, God rescuing us 
from the trap of sin by adding the elements of curses to it, so as to remove the joy and pleasure that sin brings. Curses is actually a gift from God, to inevitably invoke a God response from us, that is, a decision for Christ. Galatians 3.13 Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Having become a curse for us, it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. No, but real. Marriage is attacked with the force of demons and devils. It ultimately represents our marriage to Jesus if we get it right. If your husband is violent and your life is in clear danger, then the obvious next steps would be to get out as far and away as you can. I didn't say get a divorce. That may come, but you still want to give God some time and room to work in the situation, as God hates divorce. Earlier I buttered you up with the following words. Submitting, honor, respect, and obedience, so that when you see it squarely in the Bible, you won't throw them or it in the ocean. No doubt the oceans are full of Bibles, and so I don't want yours to end up there as well. This is a clear-cut scripture, as long as you read the first two words only. It is an X4 that represent the wrecking ball hanging on the two links named Wives Submit. The four words are, to your own husbands. You mean I'm not to listen to my mom's husband or my best friend's husband? What about the married pastor? You are not to listen to anyone's husband as in the role of husband, except your own husband. He represents your authority as a husband. No one else can. Oh, the trouble parents cause by continuing to try and parent their grown-up kids after they have gotten married. They say things like, oh, but they will need to learn from our past experiences. Well, apparently, you never learned that they are to leave your house and your covering and enter into a new covering. So maybe they should learn from another source. Genesis 2.24, Matthew 19.5, Mark 10.7. Just saying. So let's go to Ephesians 5.22.24. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Therefore, just as a church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Colossians 3.18. Wives, submit to your own husbands as is fitting in the Lord. 1 Peter 3.1. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives. 1 Peter 3, 5 For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves being submissive to their own husbands. Now listen, that's four scriptures, and every one of them uses the word own. It must be a big deal. Wives, you can check yourself. Are you listening to other people's husbands over your own husband? Your doctor, an attorney, your psychologist. I think this is important. Otherwise, that word wouldn't be in all four of those scriptures. Now, I'm not saying that other people don't have good counsel, but your husband would have to agree to that. That's the way it works. Do you like to complain about this or that? Gossiping can be a form of complaining as well. Want to know how it sounds to your handsome man? Funny that God will point this out in a woman. Oh, don't worry. We got our own issues as men. But this is God talking to his girls and hoping they will listen. Proverbs 19:13. A foolish son is a ruin of his father, and the contentions of a wife are a continual dripping. Proverbs 27:15. A continual dripping 
on a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. Hey, if you're contentious, stop. Nobody likes dripping water, especially when it's continual. Here's a refocus moment, an action item, if you will. Titus 2, 4, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children. Titus 2, 5, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. So you know me, rather than blast the past these unfamiliar words, I sometimes like to find out how they are defined, so that I understand the context. Decom or dictionary.com is where I got these definitions. So discreet, judicious in one's conduct or speech, especially with regard to respecting privacy or maintaining silence about something of a delicate nature. Prudent, circumspect, showing prudence and circumspection. Decorious, a discreet silence. Modesty, unobtrusive, unostentatious. Another word I defined is chaste. Refraining from sexual intercourse that is regarded as contrary to morality or religion. Virtuous, virgin, not engaging in sexual relations. Celibate, free from obscenity, decent, chaste, conversation. Undefiled or stainless, chaste, white, snow, pure in style, not excessively ornamented. Simple. Well, that's it for today, and right in the middle of a decom run. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of light to shine through into people's lives. Find a seat and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.